The views and opinions expressed by individuals on the following program do not necessarily reflect those of the network, Guys Guy Radio, and its platforms. It's Guys Guy Radio. Here's your host, Robert Manny. Welcome to Guys Guys Radio. This is your host, Robert Manny, welcoming you to the show where men and women can be at their best and everyone wins, Guys Guys Radio. We're here to inform you, inspire you, empower you, and get you to think and feel, and who knows, maybe even act by virtue of the journeys stories, experiences, and insights of the guests I bring you each and every week to the show. And today is a very special show here on Guys Guys Radio. We have our 500th show coming up. Today is number 499, and because we have such a special guest for the 500th show, I'll give you a clue as to who the guest is. I'm not going to tell you yet, but it's a secret. It's a secret. That's my clue. So next week, very special guest on the 500th show, but we're going to use show number 499 here today. We have a special guest today, of course. We've got Jesse Kelsey. He is what's called an astro-numerologist. He's an expert with numbers. He uses intuition. He uses a lot of gifts that he's learned about numbers, everything with how to interpret the numbers for and how to use numbers for your name, birth date, social security number, bank accounts your address, your car, and even how you interact with different people and your pet, depending on the uh, letters in the name, etc. Fascinating stuff, and Jesse gave him some of my numbers. We're going to go through all of that in a little bit. So let's get into a little bit. Let's start at the beginning, because we have some time today, and let's just take our time and go through this. And bear with me, because I think it'll set a, a good baseline, a good context for what we're doing here on Guys Guys Radio. Basically, we're here to help and we're here to help men, but we're also here to help women. The whole Guy's Guy thing began when I wrote my novel called The Guy's Guy's Guide to Love. And it's about two guys in advertising competing for love, sex, power, and money in New York City. I worked in advertising for many years. The story takes place in advertising. It's not an autobiography. It's not about me, per se. It's about men and friendship and uh, frenemies and competition and power, and sexuality, and savvy women, and a lot of flawed guys. But I think what happens in the book is you get a nice peek behind the curtain into the world of today's, the odd world of today's men. So that's really where we get started with the whole guys guy thing. And from there, I started writing a column, blogs really, online. And I wrote for a lot of uh, the online e-zines out there about relationships. And because my novel, The Guy's Guy's Guide to Love, had a, about six or seven columns that the main character, Max, pens during the course of the novel, I decided, well, let me write some on my own. So what we have here is life imitating art, because I took on the role of Max, and that I started writing about relationships and about love, life, the pursuit of happiness, and all things relative to uh, men and women in their prime. And uh, got picked up by quite a number of uh, outlets, including Huffington Post. We were called one of the top dating blogs a couple of years ago. And it was a lot of fun. And so my website, robertmanny, M-A-N-N-I.com, is filled with 
over 300 blog posts, and they're pretty chunky. They're about 1,200 words each about lots of different topics. From there, I decided, hey, you know, it would be fun to do a podcast. This was way, way back in the beginning. So I got a little setup going, and we started doing a couple of podcasts. I called up a buddy of mine who's a comedian. He has a one-act play. Uh, his name is Brad Zimmerman, and he was my first kind of quote-unquote real guest on the show, and he's been on the show a number of times, and his career has gone great. He's got his second play. He's presenting around the country now. His first one is My Son, the Waiter, A Jewish Tragedy, and the second one is called My Rise to the Middle. And so thank you, Brad, for being my first real guest, if you will. And from there, we just took off. I started doing the show just on my cell phone, calling in to... Uh, I had a live show. People would call in and ask me questions. I had to screen the calls on my own. You never know what you're going to get when you go live. And um, that kept going for a while. So anyhow, let's take a short break now for a second. It's Guys Guys Radio. Robert Manny here. I'm talking about our 500th show coming up next week. And this week we've got Jesse Kelsey. So why don't we, why don't we move to our interview with Jesse, and then we'll get back to our conversation about our 500th show, and what we've learned along the way. It's Guys Guy Radio. Okay, Guys Guys Radio, I interview portion of the show, uh, my favorite part of the show, because I get to meet some really cool people, and I've got a special person today for our 499th Guys Guys Radio show. Let me tell you a little bit about our special guest. His name is Jesse Kelsey, and he's an expert on numbers and astro numerology. So no doubt you've heard about numerology. Everybody's you know fascinated by numbers, the study of the influence of numbers on your life and destiny. But have you heard about astro numerology? It's discovery of our guest, Jesse Kelsey, world-renowned counselor sought out by Hollywood and Bollywood stars, Silicon Valley billionaires, real estate moguls, and people just like you and me. Jesse discovered the interconnection between planets and numbers. You can make certain assumptions about your optimum numbers that be, can be counter-influenced, though, by a planet that isn't in alignment with the numbers you thought were favorable. Jesse can predict positive or negative outcomes based on the numbers of your home address, bank account, cell phone, car, colors you wear, partners, and people, including lovers, investments, favorite months of the year for you, and even your pet, which is interesting, based on your numbers and how they match or conflict with other elements in your life. He's a successful real estate broker, a certified federal aviation administrator, flight instructor, and he holds a commercial pilot's license. He attended Indians. India's equivalent to West Point. He had a career in the Army, but he was informed of his true life purpose and resigned to pursue helping people through this unique understanding and perspective of numerology. Currently lives and works in California. My special guest today, we're going to talk about astro numerology and his new book, All About Numbers Attract Luck, Abundance, and Joy Based on Your Numbers. Everything that you, know, you need to know about your personal numbers. Welcome to Guys Guys Radio, Jesse Kelsey. How are you, Jesse? Oh, wonderful. I'm so excited to be here with you today. Thank you well, so much. Well, interesting story that you have. So uh, tell us about a little bit about your background for our listeners about you know, your military mm -hmm. career and then how you decided to make the shift towards um, specializing in numerology and then creating your own version of that, which is astro numerology. 
Okay, good. Yeah, so uh, my younger days, you know, I, I served the Indian Army as a uh, and up to the rank of a captain with the elite Gurkha Rifles, and I served the Indian Army for uh, almost eight and a half years uh, with about four years of training from the National Defense Academy and the Indian Military Academy. So my total time in uniform, you say, almost 13 years. And then when I was posted up in the JNK frontier, you know, this was up uh, eight, 1987, 86, that time, you know, I, I started having this strange feeling, you know, I was... I was not very comfortable suddenly, you know, being in a position where I could, you know, be told to pull the trigger on, you know, across the border. There was so much activity there all the time. And it made me very uncomfortable suddenly. You know, I realized that, you know, I'm not, I should not be in this business of, you know, where human life is lost, right? I just did not like it anymore. Suddenly, a sudden shift. And then when I, um, I approached my commanding officer, I said, I want to, you know, resign. He says, what's wrong with you? You've got a good record of service and who's going to let you go? You know, they don't let you go like this. But I kind of insisted, right? And then, and then he realized, well, this guy's already made up his mind. And then, you know, he, 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 I mean, he helped me kind of transition and get out of the military, which I did. So then after, see, I had come to the United States earlier. I came here in 1986 to, uh, I was already being uh, attracted to a flight school in Texas, you know, Meacham Field in Texas, Fort Worth. So then I came back here I had, with whatever money I had saved and got from my service, right? I used that money to get my uh, certificates. I got my private, my instrument, and my commercial pilot's license in Texas. And then from there, I, you know, intuitively just kind of came towards California here. And uh, and then by just, I, I'll say, just by the grace of God, you know, things fell into place. And and I started my, you know, the second innings of my life. It, it was very difficult. You know, I did not know many people. You know, it was a big struggle. I was working odd in jobs. I was... You know, as much as delivering pizzas and driving a shuttle at Oakland Airport and a whole bunch of stuff. <laughs> but then I, I, I gradually, you know, with my, uh, you know, my mindset, right, I kept pushing myself up and up. Then I, I then I got my, because it was, I didn't have money at that time to get my flight instructor's rating. I had finished all my money in Texas. So I put some money together and I gradually came through the CFI, which I got. And then that flight school gave me a little job there. So I was making $15 an hour, you know, initially for a year or so. And then and I thought that was not enough too. And then I met some people, got into real estate and got my license and broker. And then I just went on. But still, that was not enough. You know? And then something kept nudging me. You know, I, always, I felt that there was something more to this whole thing, right? I had some very basic knowledge of numbers at that time, very basic. And then I started using it. I remember my first apartment was a number 27, which was, which was my number actually. Started working for me. And then I started applying it different places and wherever I could a little bit, I realized that things started shifting gradually, you know, and then, then I got, as I got into property, clients slowly started coming in, buying and selling, and then helping people with numbers and seeing how the equity was going up. And, you know, so it just kept getting better and better. I felt like someone was standing behind me to help me. And then it just kept going up and up and up. And then uh, early 2000, I had this one client who consulted with me, you know, and then suddenly she introduced me to a radio station in San Francisco. This was uh, by a lady called Bonnie Colleen, right? She was very popular in the morning drive time. And so she gave me a chance to be on her station and uh, and the and the listeners liked it very much. And then it just kept going from there. How did you develop your um, you you know, you have an interest in numbers, but how did you develop this uh, methodology and your expertise in it? Uh, was it intuitive or did so, you study numerology no, or how did you get there? No, it, it's applied, though. You know, it's applies. You know, see about the, the applications of astronumerology, a little different than the other schools of numerology. Right. It has an association of planets and numbers. Now, this tradition is practiced. This tradition is practiced by the Vedas for more than 5,000 years. The Chaldean code has been used for a number of years, but 
what I but but what I have done by writing these two books with my life experience, I've I've researched it more, right? It's gone deeper, right? And that has happened because of my connect with so many people, right? With so many people. So uh, well, you can say I've gone deeper into it, and I guess I I might know a little bit more than the others who who know about astronomy or whatever. Okay, let's just get right to it. How do numbers impact our lives? There's so many different numbers. We talk earlier before we got on the air and I shared some of my numbers, my name, my birth date, my uh, type of car I drive, the license plate number, my uh, residence, uh, what floor uh, unit I'm in, etc. How does all those things uh, come about? Yeah, so, you know, this is, uh, so it's, it's all about harmonizing energy, right? So uh, so what we have, we use the Chaldean code, which is available anywhere, you can look at that. Mm-hmm. And the other codes is where I use the Chaldean because I find it more accurate. So, uh, you know, so once we get to the basic, you know, we first, we, we, the first thing we need is your date of birth, and we need the correct date of birth, right? And from there, I can, there's a method by which, you know, I do a little calculation, and I can pick up the best numbers, Right, you know, like in my case, it is the number three and nine, and in your case, it is different. But we talked about it earlier. So what we do is with those numbers, right? We we fine tune the rest of our energies, you know. So see, so so in my case, like I have April the third, I have a lot of uh, Jupiter and Mars energy. So if you so my name Jesse Kelsey, actually my official name is Jasbir Singh Kelsey, but my popular name is Jesse Kelsey, and I have tuned that to my numbers, my best number, number nine, right? And then so is the place where I live, the color of my car, the kind of clothes I normally wear, and the gemstones I wear, you know, and all that. So I, I and I'm very focused on this energy because I've I've seen this for a long period of time, how it kind of you know works in certain periods and sometimes it does not. So so that is the idea. So we pick up the basic energy, the basic codes, and then from there it's all about fine-tuning, harmonizing the energy, right? So you might have the best code, right? So they will have the best numbers, but you live in a house that is not compatible with you, it bring many challenges. Say, for example, you have the best course. You got you got Mercury and Venus on your date of birth, which is really good, five and sixes, and then you end up in a house number, which is 108, you know? That, that will neutralize the effect completely because that energy of one and eight is contradicting. The Sun and Saturn are contradicted to bring many challenges on the door. Things like guts, injuries, accident, family court, legal trouble, separation, whole bunch of stuff will stand on the door. But professionally, you'll excel as a medical professional or if you're in the law enforcement only. But personal challenges won't leave you. So in a situation like that, there's something called as number patching. You know, patching is a technique by which we add smaller numbers. And that's, that's my trademark too. We use a smaller number, which is planetary energy, to shift the vibe on the door to, to make the energy flow better, right? So we do that all the time. And, and, and the rest of it, see, our names are very important. So our names have to be balanced with the right vibration. The homes we live with also have to be corrected, right direction and balance. Our business names are very important. Our business addresses are very important. The cars that we drive, you know, the, the place from the cars are very important. The, the, the colors have also be, have to be in tune with our numbers. The gemstones and things that we wear, our timing, you know. Now it is important to understand that even if you have the best number, best score, right, you are not lucky every day. You know, no one is lucky every day. So you have to understand that. So there are certain times in the year. See, for me, you know, my, my best season is spring and fall. You know, it comes about that time. I know March comes, March, April, May, about the middle of June will go. And then the rest, you know, it'll start flattening out. And then comes more fall time. And then so I pick up these times for more prominent things. And so is for the rest of us. So, Okay. My special guest on Guys Guys Radio is number and astro numerology expert, Jesse Kelsey. We're talking about numbers. So let's get 
just an example for our listeners. I gave you my name, Robert Manny, and I gave you my birth date. What are my numbers and how did you ascertain them? Ascertain. Okay, so, how did you? Yeah, but so, you know, based on your, I mean, so I mean, there's a little calculation, right? I mean, that's, I haven't explained that in my book either. It takes a little calculation, right? Okay. And it is different for everybody. But based on your code with the numbers that you gave me, your date of birth, we picked up the best numbers. And in your case, it was sun, which is number one, and it was seven, which is uh, seven is Neptune. So we have Sun and Neptune. And Sun and Neptune also, the Sun, of course, brings fame and Neptune. You know, Neptune is is mixed, is intuitive. So you have a, you have a, your, your first call on people is really good, you know. You can, uh, you can understand people very well. And I mean, you don't have to second guess yourself ever because whatever it comes. See, a lot of people, you know, are just lucky. You know why I can tell you? Because they follow their intuition too. You know, they follow the inner call, you know, and they, they know that this is the right place for us, but most of us don't really. But in your case, your intuition is really good. And you should always stick with your first call and not second guess yourself. So also in that energy, right, for your data board, right? So what happens is, so uh, December the 22nd, right? So just kind of slowly stepping into the energy of Saturn. Gets into the beginning of Capricorn, right? So Saturn energy. So Saturn is kind of, you know, more darker colors, you know? It's, uh, that's the color dark, but but you don't need to wear those colors, you know. Otherwise, you it's like too much sugar in the coffee, right? So you need to stay more lighter colors, like blue, beige, green, off lighter colors. You know, lighter colors around you would always be very very good, you know. And um, yeah, a sun or Neptune or those stones that I said would be would also be very good for you. Uh, in some cases, even Mercury, you know, for from you know a lot. Uh, in your case, you can even uh, you can even wear. Uh, an emerald, you know, a, an emerald, emerald, you know, why emerald is compatible with the ruler, Saturn, that rules you. And emerald is very good for communication. Emerald is very good for cash, money. It's just a young prince in astrology, right? It's always, it's excellent for trade, you know. Many famous celebrities, you know, I've known in, in the film industry in India, wear an emerald. But emerald will also work for you. If you ever consider one, you know, an emerald will also bring you great luck. You mentioned, I think the furthest out uh, out there idea is, uh, and I don't mean it in a negative way, all, with all respect, is the your connection to your pet. How does that work? Oh, yeah. So the pet, yeah, that's very important. So the pets, you know, so in my book, you know, I have uh, given, uh, you know, the numerology or the, uh, I've deduced the names and their uh, connection with numbers on pets, right? So see, uh, so just the name, right? You know, say for example, boxer, right? The boxer has the energy of Jupiter, which is I think is uh, is a number three, and then there are different pets as well. So if you look at the book, it's somewhere in the book there. And so what well, happens? Let, is- let, let me give you one. I'll give you. I have a, I have a cat. Okay, her name is Suki. S O O K I. Well, let's look at the name Suki. S O O K I. Uh, the Suki would be seven, the first seven, time seven, I've mentioned Suki on Guys Guys uh, Radio. Yeah, so. oh, that's good. So seven, fourteen, seventeen, eighteen, nineteen, twenty. Yeah, so that's good. Moon works for you. Yeah, one, two. Yeah, twenty. Well, Suki's she's good. She's ten yeah. years old, and she's the sweetest little cat ever. So yeah, her energy works very well. She's very comfortable, and so are you. You know, you kind of yes, you know, connect very well. Yes. That's very good. Yes. Okay. Now, how about for people for, uh, obviously, everybody's always can thinking about money. What are the, you know, you mentioned bank accounts and social security and how do you, how do you work with, uh, and how can our listeners, can they do anything on their own using your books to be able to ascertain if they're uh, set up the right way in terms of their uh, financial opportunities? Yeah. So that's a great question. So, so the first thing is you know, the place where you live, right? Your rest 
assistance system has to have the right energy, the energy in the sense which is compatible with your numbers, right? To draw that energy to the door. The second thing is, of course, money, you know, money is going to go into your bank accounts, right? So it's very important that uh, that you have the right bank account and you are you banking with the right financial institution? I have certain banking institutions. I've you know I've given the names and numbers here, and then you can look at that too and see you know uh, your date of birth and what you know if you have any need any help, I can help you with that. And what would be the best bank for you? And so what I, what happened earlier was you know I used to go to a bank. I remember many years ago, and you know most people said they wonder your business, right? So I say okay, well you take these checkbooks and tell us what number you want, we'll give it to you. But not anymore. So if you go to a bank now, right, they they have a computer generated number and say, "Here, take this, buddy," and that's it. Exactly. So, uh, so for that one, I suggest you know you know pick a right bank and the right day or you know like Fridays is good for banking. You know, it's Venus Energy. I say Fridays or uh, Thursday, Friday are two good days to go and make an appointment to go get a bank account. But then the bank numerology, the number of the bank also has to be connected with you. See, that okay. is very important. So I also, uh, in terms of places to live, and, and your book is, has a lot of fascinating examples about people finding the right places to live, and sometimes what they felt was the right place was the wrong place. So I gave uh, Jesse my information about where we live right now. We moved from New York to uh, Southern California. We're renting. We've been, and I didn't tell Jesse this when I gave him the numbers. We've been looking to move, looking to move, looking to move, and he said, move. So where is there any uh, parameters in terms of places to look or is it all about the numbers? No, it is all about the numbers. You know what? 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 What we'll do is we'll, we'll probably patch your number after we are done here. We'll suggest that it'll patch on your door, right? And what that'll do is that'll point you in the right direction. You know, it'll make it easier for you to pick the right place. Now, how, so, how uh, does that work? Because if you have like I have the you know the name of the number of the building, and then I have the number of the unit we're in, but we want to move out of the building. So how do you how how would you patch a number? Like we'll just that. patch them. What by patching? What I mean is, you know, adding a tiny number to the main numbers on the door. We don't look at the building. Okay. Just what's up on your door, right? To shift the energy, correct mm -hmm. the energy, mm -hmm. so that it points you know the right opportunity comes to the door, right? And um, so, so we'll, we'll, I'll definitely suggest some for you. Okay, and that'll help you. Yeah. You also mentioned, and I, I, I use myself as an example just so our, our listeners can kind of get some contextual. Uh, uh, relationship to this. So you said, oh, your place should face east. Well, I actually, I'm sitting in my office area and the place does face east. And when you walk into That's, the room and you walk uh -huh. into the uh, unit, everything faces east. The door opens That's into the good. unit facing east. I'm facing east right now. And we basically excellent. are facing- That is and, excellent. So you should always face east to you know the rising sun. You know, mm -hmm. this is your business. You're communicating with the whole world, right? And you need the fame, the sun to shine right behind you. In your case, because that number, sun is very strong. You know, okay. Excellent for your business, yeah. That's very, that's very interesting. So what can some of the uh, folks at home do? They're going to get your books, of course, and we'll talk about that. But just to get started, something they can just try really quickly on themselves. What, what would be the first thing they should do to get a sense as to what their number is? Because there's, there's been a lot of books about you know what, yes, you, what your numbers are, are, and it's it's a different methodology. So what can our listeners do to use your methodology and Chaladian or the astro numerology yeah, to just yeah, get a yeah. sense as to what their yeah. number is? So, you know, what they could do is, uh, you know, I have uh, over 70 videos on my website, right? That, that has a lot of information there, too. They can go through all that, uh, given many examples. I have a, a book that I wrote earlier, you know, it's called The Power of Home Numbers, 
that has a lot of information too, right? And this one has a lot of information too, right? And any 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 savvy reader, you know, most of our readers are so they're so clever and you know they, they pick up things so quickly, you know, and they have so many answers. But yeah, I mean, you know, it's uh, they're very very savvy, so they'll they'll learn very quickly. Yeah. Let's look at um, what's going on in uh, our country right now. So it's the year 2022. We have uh, you did the Biden's numbers and you did Trump's numbers and you did Obama's numbers in your book. Fascinating stuff. Where are we right now? This is uh, end of January uh, 2022. What's going on? Yeah. So see the year 2022, you know, it's moon thrice, but it also has a definite touch of Venus energy. Now, Venus is unpredictable. It's a hot planet, right? You know, it's like it's, it's like a woman, right? They say there are many layers to Venus. And so it's very hard to understand a woman needs too, you know, but Venus is a hot planet. And so what happens is so this year, you know, there'll be like what already happened in Tonga, but there'll be a lot of fire damage, be a lot of fires and earthquakes and all that's lined up this year. But financially money, the money flow is going to get much, much better. That is for sure. You know, you know, it's a year of recovery, but that's going to start maybe more towards the end of February, you know, as that comes in. Uh, they'll be, uh, I, but they most more feminine is it's like women rising to power, right? Women coming into very important positions. You know, you'll find many who win prominent positions in the Congress and win elections and all that too. But women power definitely, and then um, you know, and and travel will get better too. You know, travel will get better. Uh, the the current energy right now is going to slowly start diminishing or whatever is happening right now. But as far as President Biden is concerned, you know, I had mentioned uh, his numerology mm-hmm. in my book. And so so he entered his uh, Saturn year. Now, he turned 79 last year, November the 20th. He entered his 80th year, which is Saturn year. Now, Moon 2 and Saturn 8. So the Moon and Saturn, you know, don't get well together, you know. And so what happens is that period has begun, right? And so he has to be a little careful. You know, as he moves forward, you know, President Biden has to be really cautious, right? I'm not saying this because, you know, he's he, it is President Biden. I'm just saying it because this is a principle in numerology, right? It, it works, two and eight would work the same for anybody, you know, anybody. So say, for example, if you have an eight date of birth and you're entering your 29th year, it'll do the same thing. So it's, no, it's, it's the same for everybody. So so he has to be very careful, very cautious, watch his health. And uh, and then uh, even the pressure around him is going to be very intense. And it's like the people trying to pull the rug under his feet. Is that energy is very, very strong right now. So, uh, so that's how it is. But I do feel that economically, money flows, strength, energy, economy is definitely going to get better. Just watch. Good, good, good to hear. Um, how about... I guess the word on everybody's lips is, uh, you know, the pandemic, the COVID thing, and there's so many, and it's COVID-19, so many, so much about that going on and so much confusion and so much conflicting. Now that data is coming out, there's so much conflicting information. And uh, it's just, to me, it's like, it's so dysfunctional what's going on out there. I mean, people are trying, but like people make mistakes too. So what's going on with uh, the whole COVID thing? Yeah, so with COVID, if you, I mean, in my book, you know, if you uh, in my book on page uh, one thirty, I've talked about that too. And so the energy of COVID was it was more uh, had a lot of Uranus energy in the year twenty twenty, and that's what the name carries, right? And I've uh, I've mentioned it in my book about COVID. And I've indicated that this year, uh, the, the current year is kind of contradicting as the energy is kind of opposing. But uh, but what I feel is I'm you know I'm just uh, basing it on my numbers, and I'm no scientist. Or I'm not a doctor, but basing on numbers only, I'd say that it's it's, it's more like uh, the end of this year, or early 2023, you know, it's going to be, we'll have a better grip on this. You know, I think we have a better grip on this whole situation and uh, and the, and it, it'll be minimized. You know, there'll be more control over it. This worry, scare, flutter was going to definitely come down, you know, and uh, things going to improve. 
Okay, Jesse Kelsey, my special guest on Guys Guys Radio. We're talking about his latest book, All About Numbers, Attract Luck, Abundance, and Joy Based on Your Numbers. Really interesting conversation. So um, we both live in California. I'm in Southern California. Looks by the looks like you're up in the Northern California yes. from, from reading. There's been a lot of speculation about um, kind of changes with the planet and uh, kind of a global shifting in terms of the landscape, if you will, and people saying things about, you know, California breaking off or whatever. It's not good to be on the coast and all of that. What What's your, from a numerology, astro numerology standpoint, what is your sense as to the what's going on with the planetary shifts? So this year, like I said earlier, right, you know, because Venus is a hot planet, right? And this year, in the year 2022, there are definitely going to be a lot of earthquakes, right? That's going to happen this year for sure. You know, the Earth's going to shake and uh, and there's a lot of fire and fire damage as well. But uh, I wouldn't say anything more than that. You know, I live in California and you want to right. stay right. together and happy and, you know, <laughs> exactly. pray to God that it's all together. No, no, none of that. Yeah. Yeah. How about, um, and one of my last questions, how about when you're looking or if you have a partner, um, how do you, can you, you match up your numbers beforehand? Uh, when you, uh, let's say you're married and you look at your numbers like, hey, this doesn't work. How, what do you look at for the numbers for couples? How do you match so, them I mean, up? We use the same code, right? So what happens is you know, the names are very important or the way we pronounce the names, right? So that has to kind of match vibrationally, mm-hmm. you know, and that can be corrected. Now that can only be matched and corrected Firstly, on your date of birth, and then, you know, I mean, as the partners live together. Then there's certain gems and crystals also, you know, help in kind of making the relationship stronger. The place where you live is also very important, right? You know how it is? Mm-hmm. But the energy is not very good, and, you know, the, the things start happening. So uh, these things have to be considered. But the most important thing in a relationship, I feel, is the name. You know, the name vibration, the way it is pronounced and okay. said, you know, all the time is very important. So, uh, for instance, uh, I'm married. So my wife uses, uh, we share the same last name. So if I give you her name, would uh, you be able to give me a quick read? Yeah, sure, if you want to. Okay. Yeah, sure. It's uh, And we'll do this live on the air. It's a uni, U-N-I, and then Manny, M-A-N-N-I. Okay, so we got uni. So uni's goes uh, six and... Six and five is eleven and twelve. Okay, so yeah, so uni is definitely compatible with Jupiter, and then Emmy and I we had did that earlier. So we go five and five, ten, eleven, twelve, and four to sixteen. So, uh, so uh, she has Jupiter, and you have um, you have uh, Neptune. So it's gonna be a little little shift there. Four, five, and uh. Yeah. Maybe maybe one end would be better. I say. So yeah, that that's just off the. And what what day and month is she born? Uni. She's born uh, February twelfth. That's all I. That's all I need. Because February twelfth, yeah. So February twelfth. So February twelfth. Let me do a quick number on her. February. February twelfth. Um, you need the birth, the year. So February no, February twelfth is five plus one. And, yeah, but she, she's, she's got very good numbers, you know. She got Mercury and Venus is, is really good. Yeah, so she's uh, she's she's a very intelligent person, you know. It's very yes, she's very smart. She's very the, smart. Yes, that's she's very the smartest person smart I know. Very lucky for you, I can say. Yes, <laughs> very good for you. Excellent. Yeah, her court's very strong. She could wear, again, see, the emerald is coming again. So I, I think if you both wear an emerald or something green, you know, mm-hmm. that'll kind of, you know, make it really good. Communication, business, money, and everything else. Yeah, for her, emerald would be fantastic. Fantastic. And you as well. 
Fantastic. Okay. Jesse, tell everybody where they can find out more about you, get your books, do a session with you, because you really do wonderful work. And I'm really pleased that you're here with us on Guys Guys Radio. So let everybody know where they can find you. Thank you. So uh, you can reach me at my on my website, which is uh, jessiekalsi.com. It's spelled J-E-S-S-E-K-A-L-S-I.com. Uh, and uh, you can also buy my books from Amazon. Uh, my first book, The Power of Home Numbers, and the second one, All About Numbers. And great, incredible work. Keep doing it. And thank you so much for being on Guys Guys Radio. I hope we can do it again, Jesse. Thank you. Thank you, Manny. Thank you very much. It's Guys Guy Radio. Okay, what an interesting conversation with our special guest on show number 499, Jesse Kelsey, all about astronumerology. So what did we learn? Well, I don't think we learned um, exactly how Jesse does it. You'll have to pick up his book. It's called All About Numbers, and there's a lot of different uh, techniques he uses. And I think a lot of it, I think what we learned is a lot of what Jesse does comes from his uh, intuition, as well as the, the math that goes with it. But I think he... Uh, he just vibes with it, and it's kind of hard to describe, and I think he was having trouble describing it to me because it's not a, it's more of an art than it is a science, but he does use the Calderian, uh, Caladian rather, uh, numerical system for most of his uh, prognostications with numbers, and um, I think the other thing to learn is that everything in our life has some type of numeral, uh, numerical aspect to it, uh, even including our pets and their names. And he got uh, a lot of things right with me when he did my, my numbers, and we did some stuff offline also, and he was incredibly accurate. So thank you, Jesse, for being on the show. Guys, Guys Radio, we're here every Wednesday evening at 8 p.m. Pacific time on KCAA in Southern California, 102.3, 106.5 FM, 10.50 a.m. The podcast and my YouTube post worldwide every Thursday. And on Sundays on KCAA, the show rebroadcasts at 6 p.m. Pacific time. I told you about the website and, and the blog and the three free chapters and all of that. So you can find me online, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. I would ask you to do me a favor, and that is to subscribe to my YouTube. Just go to Robert Manny. It's called Guys Guys Radio, but just use my name. You'll find it. And we have the interview portion for every, from every show on YouTube, and we also have the full show on KCAA. And anywhere you listen to your podcast, we are now in 101 countries, which is amazing. That's half of the world, and we've got a long ways to go. So back to our conversation that we started earlier in the show about our 499th and ongoing into our 500th show we left off with my uh, beginning, my Guys Guys Radio, just using a cell phone online. I wasn't on KCA yet, but I started talking about relationships and people did call-ins and I had some guests on there. I had a lot of relationship guests. And what did we learn from them? Well, we certainly learned that, as I mentioned earlier, women want men to be men, but they want men to be the best version of a man that can be. And that is like a guy's guy, casual, confident, kind of humble swag, kind, respectful, and if you're in a heterosexual relationship, women want guys to be guys and take the lead and, and uh, bring something to the table. So guys, don't be lazy, don't sit back and expect the women to do everything because there's, there are go-getters in the office and all of that. When it comes to your relationships, 
you know, you create this special world every time you have a one-on-one -on -one relationship and you have to determine how that's going to work. And I think if you want it to work best, guys, you have to, you have to contribute and not just financially. You have to be there. You have to be present and you have to actively listen. You have to come up with ideas. You have to take the lead. You have to articulate how you feel about things. From there, um, I start to get discovered and I had a publicist and I want to thank her right now, Sarah Scarlett. And she started sending me a couple of uh, metaphysical, really interesting guests. And it really had nothing to do with relationships, but I decided, you know what? This whole thing about guy's guy and bringing a, you know, positivity to the world and showing how men can evolve in a really good way, I should really take on other subjects beyond relationships and dating and online dating and all of that stuff. So I began to interview some metaphysical people and that kept going for a while. And ultimately I got a big breakthrough guests, um, Neil Donald Walsh, who I had asked uh, Sarah about. And I, I kind of had to earn my way there because I had to do enough shows where my, uh, the show was rolling and smooth and I uh, had my chops together. And we finally got Neil Donald Walsh, who wrote uh, Conversations with God. And he's one of the real spiritual thought leaders and messengers in the world. And it went very well. And Neil enjoyed himself. And I'm incredibly uh, appreciative of his time he spent with us. He's come back to the show. We also got John Gray, who wrote uh, Men Are From Mars, Women Are From Venus. He was terrific also. And then I got Paul Selig, who's one of the world's foremost channels. And he channels a group called The Guides, uh, which is uh, kind of an interdimensional entity. And it's a whole new world to me. And I had uh, attended some of Paul's workshops and I had read his first book, I Am the Word. And I, I kept reading those books because I really got a lot out of it and a lot out of them. And um, Paul came on the show and uh, you know, it was interesting because he's such a high vibrational person, as is uh, Neil Donald Walsh and John Gray, is that you get a certain feeling when you're talking with these people and communicating with them because they're really their frequency is really up there and you have to bring your frequency up to where they are. And I finally got a handle on how to do that. And Paul's been back to the show every time he's come out with a new book and we've had fantastic conversations. And hopefully we've introduced the whole notion of... Uh, his guides and their teachings to just everyday people that are out there. Because really, again, what I really try to do is introduce new concepts and new ways of thinking that could be helpful to just everyday people who don't have the time to dig up a lot of this stuff. So from there, we started getting celebrities. I managed to get uh, Vincent Pasteur from The Sopranos. I got Eric Roberts from uh, The Pope of Greenwich Village, fantastic actor. And, um, and we've got some other celebrities lined up. Also, we had Daphne Reed from uh, The Fresh Prince and uh, Robert Frenero from, uh, he's been on, the, he was on The Sopranos and also in The Irishman. And we've gotten, uh, we've gotten some celebs on the show and some upcoming celebs, some new Hollywood talent also. And from there, we got sports writers like uh, Harvey Arriton from The New York Times, an award winner. He's been on the show a couple of times. And... Uh, broadcast legends like Roy Firestone uh, from uh, ESPN's uh, Up Close, uh, such an iconic talent, and he, he graced us with his time on the show. Also, a lot of diet and wellness experts. We talked about you know sugar, and we've talked about um, keto diets and uh, all different types of uh, all different types of uh, wellness modalities, uh, alternative health. We got into um, so many different uh, 
uh, ways of uh, self-healing and combining the, you know, what we know, the Western medicine with Eastern medicine and, and kind of stepping up and helping people take care of themselves because there's so much going on out there uh, in the health area, if you will, uh, because of COVID, et cetera, that you really have to uh, take steps to take care of yourself. And we're not getting a lot of information out there about how to protect ourselves. So we have to kind of do that on our own. And, you know, it's interesting um, throughout this process, I had a, a surprise uh, prognosis where a diagnosis, I had to uh, go into the hospital and get uh, some work done on each one of my kidneys. And I got through that, kept doing the shows, didn't miss any shows. And uh, I also had a, an emergency about a year and a half ago with my appendix ready to burst. And uh, that was very, very dramatic. And I kept going and we, we didn't miss any shows. And it's just on and on. And as I've grown, the show has grown. And we've also had uh, some clairvoyance on the show. We have had uh, business leaders on the show. We have had uh, healers like uh, Kimberly Meredith. And that's the next person I want to talk about because she's uh, somebody close to my heart. And she is a the medical intuitive healer. And what happened was the way I got onto KCAA was... Um, I, I got her as a guest, I landed her as a guest on my show and she worked on me during a show and I had a specific, uh, medical issue that we worked on, on the air. And, um, so, uh, I sent her an email afterwards and said, Hey, you know, this worked. Uh, and she said, wow, that's fantastic. Why don't you, she wasn't surprised, but she was pleased. She said that she was on KCAA and it's a call. She had a call in show. And uh, would I call in and um, just tell everybody about what happened to me? And I said, I'll just say the facts. I'll say what happened. That's it. I'm not going to be selling or anything. She said, fine. So I called in and I explained what happened. And my medical uh, quantitative uh, measurements that were taken on me uh, before working with her and then after working with her and then even a year later. And it all, it all worked. <laughs> there was significant changes at, till this day. And... Um, so I talked about that online, and afterwards, the show producer by the name of uh, Gary Garver, who is also has uh, Controlled Chaos as his show on KCAA, and he said, hey, why don't you come on KCAA? What are you doing? And I explained to him what I was doing with my show, and I made a deal with KCAA, and that was a couple of years ago, and we keep going and growing and growing from there. So thank you, Kimberly Meredith. Thank you, Gary Garver. Thank you, thank you, thank you, KCAA. So one of the things uh, we've also talked about on the show is uh, we don't get into a lot of conflict here. We don't get into a lot of politics. I had uh, Terry Jastrow on last week. We talked about his book about uh, the, the uh, George Bush issue, George W. Bush and uh, his novel about the Iraq war. But that's a rarity. I really don't do that. I try to bring on guests who have something positive to sh uh, share and that'll help you, that you can use. And uh, that seems to be the best way for this show to go. So as I mentioned, we also have, we're in 101 countries now. Uh, our YouTube is going gangbusters. If you could subscribe, that would be great. We have our 500th show. It's a secret next week. And for the future, we've got all types of things planned. So let's talk a little bit about some of the things uh, that I've learned from all the wonderful guests I've had on here. 
And then we'll do a little roll call of some of the guests that have been on the show. So what I have learned, and maybe what you folks have learned who've stuck with me all this time, is about dating relationships. As I mentioned, women, and if you're in a heterosexual relationship, women want to date guys who, um, who are men in the best sense of the word. So that's a guy's guy, and that's a kind, respectful, comfortable in your own skin, a little bit of humble swag there, but just a good guy. And uh, so I, I've learned that. I've heard it repeatedly from some of the uh, relationship experts. I also want to do a shout-out quickly to uh, Silka Schwarzkopf, who's had me on her show, Second Act TV, which is for kind of the second half of the life crowd. I've been on there a number of times. I've had over half a million views on her show. So if you want to check that out, she's been a real supporter of, uh, of your guys guy here, Robert Mannion, also of our show. And I'm on her show all over the place many, many times. So you can check that out on YouTube. Um, what I've learned from the spiritual teachers on the show and the metaphysical teachers is that, you know, there's no one answer beyond the fact that if you can begin to recognize the divinity in everything, everyone and everything out there, your life will change for the better. Your frequency will be raised and you'll be on a different plane uh, and it'll be much more positive. And that's the key thing. I've talked to so many spiritual teachers and they don't all know each other. And so they all have a different, slightly different approach to how they uh, view the world and how they view uh, how we can raise our vibration, if you will, and do uh, spiritual unfoldment. And I joined my own spiritual enfoldment class about four years ago. My teacher, who I want to thank also, her name is Jeanette Meek. Uh, I worked with her for three years. She is my teacher. She passed, but she still is and always will be my teacher. So thank you, Jeanette. And uh, my class that I was with her with in, <laughs> excuse me, and uh, I just learned so much there. Uh, that spiritual enfoldment is a path I think every guy, every guy's guy needs to kind of take on because... If you want to evolve, if you want to get more than what just the collective agreement is on everything and what is being kind of forced on us and shown to us, you've got to go inside. That's the other thing I've learned from all the spiritual teachers is there's many, there's many paths to spiritual, on the spiritual journey. Um, it starts, it all starts by going inside. And if you can learn to recognize the divinity in everything, that means people, animals, plants, rocks everything is made from god so we are all part of the one big connection to divinity and if you start to see the world that way and start to treat people that way and treat situations that way things will get a lot better for you trust me on that one um, sports journalism, I think what I've learned is that uh, we've had so many great uh, sports writers on the show, Bill Madden, Harvey Arriton, as I mentioned, got some other ones lined up, but it's a tough job. Being a journalist is a really tough job. You've got to really be on it. These athletes and these owners, they're, they're, not, they're no easy walk in the park to deal with. So I think we have to have a lot of respect. A lot of times people say, oh, the sports writers, you know, they're such a pain in the neck. But you know what? They're just doing their job getting the information and reporting it. They're not creating the news, they're reporting the news. So anytime people get angry with the press, like, you know, if the press is one-sided and so much of it is nowadays, uh, I, I can understand being upset. But just for getting the information, it's important to have a free press out there. And wherever you choose to get your information, you know, get it as objectively as possible and, and realize that there's a lot of work that goes into getting to the truth. 
Um, in terms of diet and wellness, I've had some terrific guests. Uh, I think one of the things I've learned is that, uh, you know, what you put in you is very, very important. So in terms of diet, you know, I haven't heard one person or one expert say that sugar is a good thing. So I would suggest if there was one tip I could give people that I've learned is to monitor the sugar intake. And sugar comes in a lot of different names and a lot of different products, and you just have to be a label reader and you have to... Uh, uh, do the best you can to, uh, one, eat organic foods, eat more plant-based foods, and also avoid sugar. Now, a lot of people love their meat. I stopped eating meat about a dozen years ago. I don't drink alcohol anymore. Also, I've never felt better. I'm not saying that's for everybody, but you've got to do what you've got to do when you've got to do it. For me, I had eaten lots and lots of meat. I, I drank lots and lots of alcohol. And at a certain point, my body said to me, you know what? that's enough. Why don't you give these things up? And for me, it worked. I did. I've also cut way back on sugar. I don't need a lot of junk food. I don't need a lot of processed food. And um, I do some, I changed my workouts also when it comes to uh, wellness. I've had some uh, wellness experts on the show. And what I think I picked up there is that, you know, wellness is really a, a, a journey where uh, you have to get moving every day. You have to get outside every day. You have to do, as you, get, as you age, it's not just about pumping weights anymore and things like that or running marathons. It's about stretching. It's about deep breathing. It's about things like Qigong. It's about uh, just really making uh, movements that um, help loosen up your spine and keep you loose. And also another thing in terms of wellness is get enough rest Sleep is a great re revitalizer from my, what I have learned from my teachers on the show. Another key topic is manifesting, where so many people want to manifest. And I've asked all of the kind of the metaphysical teachers that have been on the show about manifesting and what people do right and what they do wrong and what they can do. And it all starts with, you know, going inside and, and being thankful for something that you want as if you already had it. And just being, I think the key there is being appreciative. Just being appreciative for what you have and then seeing what you want in every detail and feeling it and tasting it. And then allowing it, allowing yourself to be worthy of receiving. Because so many people, um, they push things into the future. I'm going to have this instead of I have it. And the attitude is always one of, you know, maybe I'm not good enough for that. And I think what people need to do if they want to help themselves with manifesting is really feel it, go inside, be thankful for it, and just be patient. Because the other thing is, a lot of times what we're asking for may not be what's best for us, and there may be something so much better out there. And it's just up to us to put ourselves in a position to be grateful, to be appreciative, and to be open to allow those wonderful things to come in. It's like, a, it's, like a, it's like a great story. You get the ending you want, but maybe you don't get it in the way you expect it. And I think life is that, like that a lot also, that there's so many wonderful things out there for us, but a lot of times we pinpoint, I want exactly this. But we don't know that much. So you say, I want exactly this, but you only, know, you only have a, a small perspective in terms of what's available out there. And I don't mean you specifically, but I mean all of us. There's so much out there for us, and I think we can limit ourselves to saying, um, I just want this thing. The other thing is we also live in a world where we expect things to work in a specific way because of the collective agreement on it. For instance, like I do this, I get that. 
I do this, I get that, I do this, I get that. It doesn't have to work that way. You don't necessarily have to, it's not about how hard you work. It's good to work, it's good to hustle, it's good to go for it. But it's also good to allow things to come to us, to sit back, to bring things in, to attract things to us, to learn how to accept, to learn how to allow and be open, and also to protect ourselves when we open ourselves up too. So work with spirit, work with your guides. If you believe in that, it's up to you. But there are, uh, there's a lot of energy out there, and the universal consciousness is here to help us. So anyhow, Guys Guys Radio, let me do a quick roll call of some of the guests. I can't read them all, but let me just pick out the ones that jump out. So Tony Watley, Scott Sweeney, William Bullman, um, Tom Hartman, Tony Rodriguez, Anita Morjani, Master Shah, Roy Firestone, Rebecca Dawson, Harvey Arriton, Larry Grobel, Mike Anthony, Jordan Zimmerman, Bill Madden, Julia Fowler, Sam Sokolow, Blake Bauer, Gabriel Cousins, Raymond Grace, Bonnie and Matt Meyer, Dr. Ian Smith, Jin Stevens, Alberto Villoldo, Kimberly Meredith, Don Miguel Ruiz Jr., Karen Noe, Dan Orlandi, Paul Selig, Vincent Pastor, Lynn Buchanan, Rob Feekins, Robert Frenero, Marla, uh, Marla Fries, Ernest Laszlo, it just, the list goes on and on. I can go through 500 here, but I'm not going to. But we've got some great guests coming up. As I mentioned, we've got the secret, a special person from the secret coming next week. I think you're going to enjoy it. And until then, I love you out there. I thank you so much for, for being there. I thank my producer, Chris Marcello, my producer, Ryan Gilpatrick, I thank all of my guests out there, but most of all, I thank you, listeners. I hope you stay with us. We've got a lot more shows coming to you. Guys Guys Radio, Robert Manny, Guys Guys TV on YouTube. We're here for you each and every week. We've got a great show next week. We've got another 500 on the way. And as I always like to say, Guys Guys, finish first. Finish first.